Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Two Average Prodigals podcast. I'm your host, Prashank. And I'm your host, Andres. And today is a brand new Monday. It's February 27, 2023. Andres, what's happening? Not much. Just a lot of snow and it's the end of February and it's my break. So that's it. How about you, Prashank? What's up with you? Not much. You know already how it is. The winter strikes back. <laughs> it's been snowing so much in Ottawa lately. I've been snubbing snow, snow and working and so, shoveling snow, working. So it's crazy, but I guess that's just on Ontario slash Quebec crazy winters. It, man, it is insane how crazy things can get. How do you normally deal with this insane amount of snow that you get? I know you live in, you know, a place without like close to other people. Um, so how do you deal with it? Do you share, you know, doing the shoveling? Do you do it all yourself? Or how do you deal with it really? So how we do it is on our system, being a good neighbor. What you have in mind involves being a good citizen of the city of Montreal. So... <laughs> Um, so not great, Brashank, because there are times in which, you know, people don't pull their weight. So I don't know, since, um, I want to say since it started happening snowing, I think only two big, I want to say only two times of all the times it had snowed heavily that you should be shoveling. Yeah. Uh, only two times I haven't done it. <laughs> the other times I've done it in the front because there, we also have back stairs. Uh, on the back stairs, I just gave up. And I was like, you know, yes, I parked my car car there. I truly don't mind, like, the amount of snow. Like, I cleared out my thing so that I can come in and out on that. But for the stairs and everything, I'm just like, you know, if I'm doing the front stairs, you should be doing the back stairs. If you do the back stairs, I'll do the front. Like, you know, it's like, like, the stairs are for, like, two apartments. So, um but yeah no i try to be a good neighbor but at the same time i'm trying to be petty how about you Shang? how is your shoveling duties yeah for me like obviously i used to shovel back in saskatchewan but the amount of snows here is actually insane um so obviously by myself i know sometimes when i'm out of town my neighbor does it for me but for the most part i do myself it is crazy because some days when it snows you know a lot i am constantly shoveling uh, almost two three four times a day Um, like this past weekend or this past yeah past weekend it snowed quite a lot and i i didn't shovel in the morning so at nighttime it took me almost like 30 minutes just to shovel my driveway and my driveway is not even that big it's pretty small fairly small but yeah it took me quite a lot of time so that's it's crazy how much it snows but i guess we gotta deal with it i'd rather deal with this than minus 40 for two three months (laughs) honestly mood Honestly, yeah, same. Like, the amount of snow, it's there, but at the same time, it doesn't get that cold, you know? Exactly. So, Brishang, what did you learn this week? So, this past week, uh, something small. I was just watching a documentary on Egypt, Egypt and, you know, the pharaohs in Egypt. Um, pretty cool, I guess. You know, if you don't know what a pharaoh is, it pretty much is a king, the king of Egypt back in the day. And obviously, King Tut, we know, we all know him, you know. Um, but it was pretty cool because I learned that his his 
nickname was actually called, he was called, I guess, the Boy King because he began his reign when he was only nine years old, um, which is pretty crazy because, you know, ancient Egypt, really cool historical place. And, you know, Egypt as a whole was a powerhouse back in the day. Yes. But just to know that King Tut, you know, started his reign at nine years old. I mean, that's not too uncommon back in the day. Um, as we all know, there's lots of kings and queens around the world who had to start at a young age, you know, because their dad or mom, whatever it was, passed away early or for whatever reasons. But even then, I didn't know that about King Tut, so I learned that this week. That's interesting. It's always uh, Egyptian history, just especially from the ancient era, is so interesting. Exactly. Uh, so in my case, what did I learn this week? Um, no. <laughs> Didn't do any learning, Brashang. Honestly, that's perfectly fine because you deserve a break. That's, yeah, honestly, last week was a little bit hectic. And then, yeah, so I just focused on school. And then this, the weekend I did, I did nothing, which felt amazing. I did discover a new restaurant in Montreal, which was great. What restaurant was that? It's called Amber and it's Indian food and it was delicious. And for a very good, like a very dis, I would say a decent restaurant, uh, and honestly, the food is not expensive. Not expensive, and it's a bring your own wine restaurant. There are multiple in Quebec, like in Montreal, so you don't even have to pay for your drinks. You just bring your bottle of wine. Wow, that's actually really cool. Yeah, there's like a thing here, so uh, that was pretty awesome. So I will recommend everyone whenever they're in Montreal to go to Amber if you want good Indian food. Definitely need to try it out next time I'm there. For sure. So Brashang, talking about food, what are you going to be talking about today? So this week, something, you know, it's one of our lazy weeks. So it's going to be a short, simple, fun episode, I think. But it's on meal prepping food options food planning how we deal with you know that day-to-day meal planning because let's be honest we've talked about it before in the episodes but meal prepping for the week cooking meals every day even though you know we love cooking i think it is it does get tedious after you do it every day it does i mean especially when you're cooking around the same thing it does get tedious but i mean i don't know about your shang but once I don't have the time, but even when I had the time, I just didn't, I don't know, have the patience or anything like that about, you know, trying different recipes or experimenting in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is it is tough because it's one of those things where, you know, no matter how much you do it, it is repetitive and boring almost right like any other things once you do it over and over again it just gets boring and hard sometimes hard not always obviously but for the most part i think tedious is probably the best way to describe it oh yes absolutely i I will agree with that it's a very tedious process Um, exactly so many dirty dishes so andreas do you meal prep how do you deal with the you know day-to-day aspect of the of cooking of meal prepping, what do you do? What do I do? So what I do is, uh, first of all, is I kind of have an idea of kind of like what the type of food I like, uh, kind of like the mood for it. So 
I will, given my schedule right nowadays, I will usually meal prep a couple of dinners. And then I will, uh, a couple of uh, lunches. Not all of them, but just a couple. Just given the schedule, everything else I can cook at home or like prepare something at home really quick. So that's kind of like what I do. So, you know... I tried to like I tried to do kind of like okay what's my protein decide what's the protein for the week um then I always have rice and lentils uh especially with rice you can always put anything on rice and it's like a good source of carbs and uh super easy to cook and veggies so I'll decide kind of like for my like because of time I'm making it easier on myself usually I'm just like okay what can be cooked in one to two pans and that's it <laughs> so I usually end up doing kind of like a little bit of a stir fry or kind of like marinated something protein so that's basically how I do it is I know my carbs are gonna be usually uh either it's gonna be rice and bread um uh, I know very healthy <laughs> Uh, my source of protein so that's the one I get to vary a little bit and then just have vegetables at home uh, that's usually how I do and then I keep breakfast very simple I'm not a big breakfast person but I know I need something to keep it going throughout the morning so very simple uh, I have eggs in the fridge and I have oatmeal going on and I have protein powder just to like those days uh, I'm not feeling like cooking that much for breakfast or it's I'm running late just a protein shake real quick yeah we love it I think meal prepping you know I back in the day I used to meal prep quite often but these days I think it's a little bit tougher but nonetheless even for me so for me what I do is I usually go to you know Costco once every two or three months get a lot of things in bulk things that last me long um, especially a lot of frozen stuff um, you know, the usual suspects such as frozen veggies, chicken, ground chicken, um, breakfast stuff. So such as hash browns, breakfast sausages, bacon, and even bread. Like, you know, I usually get a six pack thing of bread and put it in the freezer. It lasts me two, three months. So it's super easy. One mm-hmm. thing that I don't put in the f- freezer too much is cheese because I don't like frozen cheese. Um Although I should do that because I do get the large pack of cheese and sometimes at the tour's end starts to go bad. But even then, I feel I finish my cheese pretty um, nicely, I think, because I use it, you know, for pasta, for my omelet, sandwiches, you know, grilled cheese sandwiches. So that's where I do m- most of my bulk shopping in Costco. And then for the second part, you know, going to Superstore for getting some of the more th- things that I don't want to get in bulk. So, and things sometimes there are more options in super services costco i don't know if you've noticed andreas but like you know pasta pasta sauce yeah costco has it in bulk but i prefer the ones in super because they have more options oh yes that's the one thing about it there's not everything at costco yeah exactly so i think you know for the most part i think i really do enjoy grocery shopping and just getting things but the tedious part is meal prepping. So these days, since I moved to Ottawa, I don't meal prep too much. My meal prep isn't for the whole week. It's, you know, for a couple of days. So I, I usually make something on Monday, like for dinners anyway. So dinners, I make things for Monday to Thursday-ish. And then another meal Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
And then on weekend mornings, I usually have pancakes, you know, with bacon, sausages, hash browns, eggs. Or, and then in the weekdays for lunch, breakfast, it's some, mostly cereal or bread. And then for lunch, I'll just, you know, come up with something like salad or a grilled cheese sandwich, something like that. And obviously, you know, as you know, and a lot of our listeners know that I do go to the office on Wednesdays and Thursdays. So then those days I do treat myself a little bit and eat out. Um, it is expensive. Don't get me wrong. It is. It does add up, especially these days, you know, with inflation and things just getting expensive. But I think that's, I guess, since I do, you know, save on grocery shopping for the most part, because I do get in bulk and only I only get things once every two, three months. I save a little bit of money there. So that's when my way of, you know, making up for that. And I do go out, you know, Wednesdays and Thursdays, which I don't mind because then I get a little bit of flavor, a little bit of diversity, and it's not that bad at all. I can't imagine. Yeah, no, there's like different days that, you know, when I'm running late, I'm just like, nope, not gonna buy it, thanks. Uh, things like that. So, um, or I try to be like, okay, if today I buy something, like I try to like be like, okay, if it's just a one meal thing, how getting something that is like on the cheaper side, I would say for myself. But if I'm gonna, let's say, buy pizza, I'm just like, okay, we cannot be glut- gluttony today. So we're gonna have only have the pizza and then the other half of the pizza, we're gonna have it tomorrow. <laughs> so, um, but usually, yeah, as so I've been more into prepping my own meals, kind of like getting back to the idea of it. It helps with time so that I don't have to rush as much. Or, you know, if I see lunch pack or like even when I don't have breakfast, right? Like if I have like my oatmeal ready, then I just pack it and then I'll just have it during class, um, which is very like it's advantageous in a certain way that way just to have it like um, some things ready to go. Uh, and then from time to time, I do enjoy cook, like cooking from time to time, but that's mainly during the weekends. During the week, I try to do the least of it. But then Sundays are like my meal big meal prep. Like Sunday and Mondays are the days I meal prep. So, uh, so yeah, cooking something nice or something different during the weekend is just like I'm already gonna be in the kitchen for meal prepping. Do I want to spend that much more time for making a meal? So I'll just keep it simple. But, but I will devi- deviate on, like, on the weekends, like Saturday and Sunday. I will deviate for what I meal prep. So uh, just to keep it different, there's so much chicken and so much tofu you can eat in a week, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think that's one of the things I find most toughest about getting things in bulk and just trying to, you know, ration that out. It gets very repetitive. And especially for, you know, for a week, For I know people that meal prep for, like, you know, months ahead. And I think... As as much as you can save with that, you need some, I think, different diversity within your food as well. Oh, yeah. You need variety. So kind of like what, like, I mean, I don't get, um, good thing about chicken and tofu is like you can marinate it in many different ways. You can prepare it in many different ways. So that's like, there's just, like I said, there's just so much you can have. But the, I think the trick for me is like I marinate it or I season it, season it differently, right? Or sometimes tofu will be, uh, sometimes chicken will just be like a stir fry. Like there's no carbs in there. I'll have more carbs like in a different way. 
or another week it will be on rice and then the tough one one week will be on lentils so like i try to mix up the combinations and the seasonings but those two are very very but like when it comes to ground beef and everything i don't have it every week well because it's expensive <laughs> meat is expensive but two like they're just very the ways you can cook like red meat they're just very finite that it is not fun <laughs> so i try to like scatter the red meat throughout the like once a like once a month i'll have red meat instead of chicken or instead of tofu um that's because there's just very simple like there's just not that many at least for me like in the way in terms of making it like still taste good like a couple of days after meal prep like preparing it uh but yeah there's just so much and also there's days that i'm just get tired of rice uh and then i'll switch to pasta which i mean is not a big difference but um yeah there's just so much so much you can do but you know gets the job done <laughs> that's what i think that's the thing with meal prepping is like you're gonna give up diversity for something but it's okay the thing is like putting diversity in like in different meals so like i will not have chicken twice a day like i will only have it once a day same with tofu i will only have it once a day yeah, so that, you know, I know people sometimes meal prep chicken for lunch and dinner. I'm just like, not me. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot do that. Um, even if it's chicken breast and chicken thighs, it's still chicken. So no, I, I cannot do that. Like my protein throughout the day needs to be different. Cannot have the same source of protein two times a day. Nope. That's that's a no-no. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think... It, I think that also depends because sometimes, you know, you just like to give you an example. The other day, last week, um, for me, it was super busy where I was working, you know, meetings after meetings, back to back to meetings. I believe on Thursday I had like 12 or 13 meetings. And I also went into the office and I was just feeling so tired that I just came home and ate the same thing, you know, back to back on Wednesday and Thursday, um, which is fine. But it was the same you know, protein for me and same meal, which you got to do what you got to do. But even after a couple of days, it gets boring. But like I said, I think that's also how I deal with it because I ate out on Wednesday and Thursday at lunch when I went to work. And I think the other thing also about meal prepping is, you know, I'll make meals for the, you know, four or five days or whatever. And then I'll just get a craving for something really, really bad. Um, I don't know if you get this 200s, but I'll get a craving for something really bad. And I'll wait until the next, you know, next time I go into work, which is Wednesday, to go grab something like that. And then the craving will still be there, but sometimes it doesn't just fulfill it, right? So my, my cravings for food, especially, I find these days that I'll crave something and half the time my cravings are fulfilled, but the other half, it's I get disappointed when I grab the thing that I'm craving. Oh, yeah. No, craving is just, it's just something so much different. And I've had a moments of cravings and I've indulged in a lot of them, but uh, it is hard because I I don't know if it happened to you, but this slippery slope of like, okay, a day I'll satisfy my craving and then the cravings start coming back again more often. And it's like, okay, I cannot do this. <laughs> oh, and that has happened to me and it's hard to like stop the cycle, but it needs to be stopped. But I agree. It is just so hard. Once you have a craving, it just... It needs to be satisfied because it will be pre like constantly there. 
And like I know sometimes like talking to dietitians or friends that are dietitians and things like that is like the craving might not be for like the specific thing you say you're craving. It might be some, well, something of the ingredient, but I'm just like still counts as a craving. It's not like I'm craving like, you know, chips. It's like maybe I'm just craving something like a salty snack instead. But do I have the time for other alternatives? No. <laughs> Yeah, ex exactly. And the other thing, also slippery slope, you know, talking about slippery slopes, the other thing I find is on the weekends, I have food, but then I'll see something on Uber Eats and I'll be like, oh, this looks so good, and I'll order it. And then you kind of get stuck in that pattern of just ordering Uber Eats for the next couple of days, even though you have food at home, which is really bad because obviously you shouldn't be ordering food if you already have food at home. But I think it's also due to the fact, you know, you're having the same meal two, three, four, five, or even seven times in a week and you just want some kind of differences yes yes um it is i try not to look like into those apps anymore um i'm just like there's food at home and if i'm craving something or something um like i will not have it i'll like look for places where i can do pickup instead so then i was like okay if i want to order food i must go to it and pick it up so that kind of like, especially for like during the night time, like for work, I know like if I order for something during my shift at night, it's so expensive. The delivery fees are so expensive that I'm just like, okay, I need to meal prep or if not, I need to stop at the dep or something uh, in order to get something. Because if I order, it's going to end up being a, like between a 15 to a $20 meal, um, which is also not like the greatest meal ever. It's just like, you know, like something uh, super that like, it's technically cheap on Uber Eats and or DoorDash, but it just ends up being $20 because of all the fees. Um, so you might order, I don't know, it always happens. I might order $12 of food and then $8 are just fees. Uh, so I try to avoid them. And during the weekend, I'm just like, okay, if I'm going to order, it will be during the weekend and I have to go. Unless, like, the delivery fee is 99 cents, then I might have it delivered to me. But I haven't ordered in a while, like, that much to have it delivered because I usually just pick something around the neighborhood that I can just go pick up instead. And in that way, it forces me out of the apartment. Yeah, no, that's that's good. Um, for me, I live a little far from the places, so it's harder, especially in the winter. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. Uber fees these days are so much and they just get higher and higher and then on top of that they want you to tip you tip them which you know if the fees were lower i would be so happy to tip I'm not saying i don't tip now i still tip but i think i would tip a lot more if the fees were lower and second i think with uber eats the best way to order stuff on uber eats is really to find those deals right when it says buy one get one free there's been so many times where i'll get like a shawarma deal where it's you get like chicken rice garlic sauce for $9.99 or whatever it is and it's buy one get one free so you get two for the same price and even with fees it goes up to like $15 but I think that's totally worth it because then for two meals it's like $7.50 a meal yeah so I think getting those trying to find those buy one get one freeze it is tough sometimes but for the most part I have found deals on like shawarma places or pizza places and if you find those I think Uber Eats is not bad at all but obviously it's harder to find those these days absolutely it is it is definitely hard but yeah that's like i think the more like with meal prep the more you do it the more you get a little bit more of a hang of it 
So it just becomes a little, it's just creating the habit, but it's definitely one of the hardest habits I've had to create. Like going to the gym sometimes, people would say it's like, oh, it's such a hard habit. Honestly, meal prepping, I would say it's one of the hardest habits to get a costume to. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that because with meal prepping, you because one of the things about meal prepping for me back when I did it for like a, you know, a week or two weeks at a time, sometimes the flavor gets lost, right? When you freeze something over time, especially cooked food, I find if you do freeze it or if you put it in the fridge over time, it, the flavor and the smells degrade, which is less appealing to me in the long run, I think, as well. That is That is also very true. So, in, yeah, in that regards, I, th- I think there's a fine balance, for me anyway, where you're trying to meal prep um, so you don't have to work too hard in the week ahead, but then you don't also want to lose flavors. But if you don't care about flavors, you know, by all means, like I said, on Reddit or even online forums, I've seen so many people meal prep for, like, you know, weeks, months ahead with, like, burritos or things that are easily t- easy packed or even soup, right? Like, you can make a whole bunch of chili soup stew at the time and just freeze it. Um, those things I, I think are easier to freeze, um, especially like liquids, because, you know, the flavor is still there, I think you can still thaw it. But with like a lot of meats, I find over, you know, more than two weeks, I find not as appealing. Oh, yeah, no, 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 like definitely no. Uh, and they, I am frozen, it just either you freeze them right when they're fresh, so they not turn way they capture it. But yeah, no, it's definitely not the same taste. Exactly, exactly. So, Andres, what are some of your meal prepping tips for our listeners? Uh, I would say plan in advance. Don't go, like, nilly-willy, like, oh, let's meal prep, and then just go nilly-willy to the grocery store. Like, have a game plan. It's just like, okay, what are we eating? I have, like, a little whiteboard. Uh, I don't use it as often nowadays, but at the begin- towards the beginning of meal prepping, I will use it quite, re- like, religiously. It's like, okay... This is what we're having for breakfast. This is what we're having for lunch, dinner, and like a snack. I will like also writing a snack. And then from there, you start writing so that you can play a little bit around with the things. And then you know, like, okay, what do I have at home? Do I, what do I need to buy? But never, one, do not go grocery shopping without like a game plan. Because then that's when it also gets expensive. Is <laughs> because you're just buying things. So go to the grocery store with a game plan. Plan your meals ahead of time. Like know what you're cooking, uh, and know like like it's okay. Like if you change one day for another afterwards, but like at least your game plan for the week is set up. Um, and yeah. Oh, another. I will say the third tip is always have a source of protein, and it doesn't have to be meat. There's just so many other alternatives. There's tofu. There's paneer. There chickpeas are rich, beans, beans are also rich in protein, uh, lentils, so uh, there's just so many, so like, and with protein, I'll try to say like one or two different like types of protein, so that it's a little bit varied, like, so you're not eating the same thing all the time, but I would say those are the three, three tips I will get for meal prepping, also, I'm not an expert, I'm still, <laughs> still learning, but that's, that's what I would recommend. How would you be shake? I think for me, the biggest advice is don't go shopping when you're hungry because you're going to get way more food than you need. And you're going to get random snacks. Like these days, I try to limit my snacks. Um, I do love snacking, you know, whatever it is. 
uh, chips, cookies, chocolate, whatever it is. I love snacking, you know, nuts, pretzels. But I try to limit that because I feel I find myself not having no self control over snacks. So I'll finish it in like a couple of days. So the only time I get snacks um, is when I go to the states and I go to Trader Joe's because I love my Trader Joe's snacks. I wish we had Trader Joe's here in Canada. Sadly, we don't. But mm. so most of my snacks, I would say ninety nine percent of my snacks are from Trader Joe's, and they last. I try to make those last as long as I can. Um, if I know I'm not going to go to the states for a while, or Grima's not going to come here for a while, they will last a little bit longer. But if I know, if I, you know, I'm going to go next month or the month after, it goes pretty fast because psychologically, I'm going to be like, whatever, I can fin- I can finish it. <laughs> but and then the other thing is um, veggies and fruits. That's one thing I had been missing from my um, like meals quite a lot because since I switched to you know HelloFresh uh, last year in Ottawa and then this year into those Costco meals because I don't want to order veggies and fruits from Costco because you get so much and it's going to go bad pretty fast. So what I've been doing lately is I'll get all my Costco stuff, I'll get all my Superstore stuff, but then in a almost bi-weekly basis, I'll order some you know fruits and veggies that will last me you know 10 to 14 days whether it's like cucumbers broccoli um carrots or like mang uh, not mang mangoes too but not as much because they're pretty expensive these days but oranges bananas you know oranges and bananas is pretty cheap even apples i think those are all fairly good and they last for a good two three weeks and those you know if you whether you go pick it up or you order on instacart i think they're fairly cheap i want to say you know like i think last on Last week, I ordered some veggies and fruits, and it was only like $40, $50 for like six or seven different fruits and veggies. So, And I know those will last me for the next two weeks. So I think if you're going to do bulk shopping, I think spending a little bit of money on fruits and veggies so you have those fresh and good to go when you need them, I think that's a really good idea as well. I think that's a good plan. Yes, always have fruits and veggies. They're important. Exactly. It is tough, especially these days, as we know, inflation shrinkflation whatever you want to call it it is getting <laughs> tough but you definitely need your fruits and veggies in there and the other thing is if you can't get fruits and veggies take supplements obviously you know talk to your doctor or just go to the you know pharmacy and talk to them say you know i want to get more vitamins and minerals ask them for the best or even if you want to go to doctors get a whole bunch of you know, test on to see what might be the best for you, do that. But for me right now, when I do, when I know I'm not getting enough, you know, fruits and veggies and even sunlight, like these days, like I said, it's been snowing a lot. So the sun hasn't been out too, too many days. I try to, you know, take my vitamin D pills because those up here in Canada, we definitely need. Indeed, indeed. But yeah, so for me, I think that those are just tips that you can follow. Obviously, everyone has their own, you know, diet plans, everyone does their own cooking so let us know what you think what you do and how you get over that hump of cooking every day or even once a week whatever you do exactly all right Rickshang, so what are you looking for for this week um this week well, obviously as we know february is finished and it is the start of march so hopefully that means spring is right around the corner i'm looking forward to spring um not much things are happening in march the one great thing about march is there's three pay periods which is really nice obviously you know in the year there's still 26 pay periods but for the most part i'm trying to catch up on my bills and everything 
but this month there's three pay periods so i can keep two out of the three instead of going to rent and groceries mm-hmm. which is really nice um but other than that just you know looking forward to a spring really <laughs> fair fair enough what about you andres what are you looking forward to for the upcoming week i am looking forward for my break do almost no, i wouldn't say do nothing i have things to do but you know not having the pressure of like okay time to go to school and this this or that not in not of that so taking it chill that's what i'm looking forward taking it chill catching up with netflix and uh, yeah that's that's mainly it exactly so andres as always work on our listeners reach out to us if they want to talk to us about the upcoming month of march or meal prepping meal planning whatever it is so you can always reach out to us at the two average rambles podcast we're always there you can reach out talk to us give us your tips if you're a meal prep connoisseur and or do you want to talk about what plans you have for march let us know hit us up at the two average rambles podcast on instagram and twitter Absolutely. Like always, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, or crybaby stuff, reach out to us and talk to us about anything, really. We'd be happy to have you. And, you know, talk to us about food prepping because, honestly, we're all here. Yes, we need help. <laughs> but other than that, thanks again for tuning in, listening in to another episode. And we'll catch you next week with a brand new episode of the Robert Brambles Podcast. Bye. See ya.